everybody, my name is Andrew. I'm Mark. And you are listening to the only internet debate podcast on the internet. It is best of the best. Today is June 29th, 2015, and you are listening to episode 120 of Best of the Best. It's really only June? It's only June, man. I thought it was July. I honestly thought it was July. And we're close. It's the 29th. It's pretty close. Okay. All right. I mean, we're almost there. Almost. You're midway through your your season of Big Brother. Yeah. How's that going? Another great one. Yeah. One <laughs> A real books. fucking banger. I think people are going to look at this season and say something was different. You know, something special happened here. And something with the angles. I don't yeah, know what was happening. Some good color happening on it. here. And they'll know. I'll know. It was because they brought back the who anchor did, who did we decide i was the heavy that was the sixth was you're the, the sixth, sixth man, man. yeah you're the horse grant you're the horse grant yeah. of of big brother <laughs> where television. they they bring you in off the bench somebody's injured and yeah. they say okay you got you get to play for two minutes I'm like get ready give, and the then you're just lacing up and then we hear we hear from the trainer's room that uh He's okay. And then he's like, well, hold on. They, they, they circle around. They throw a pass into you. You go half court. Your yeah. coach calling T.O. He pulls you back out. Yeah. <laughs> out comes the starting uh, the starting lineup. Pippen's back out there. Yeah. Now. He's not back on the court. He's okay. Yeah, that's you. That's me. That's you. Yeah. <laughs> just crossing half court and then getting right back on the bench. Just glory. Yeah. You have the Trillionaires Club where you the stat line is like, you play for, you have like a certain amount of minutes. Basically, it's like if you play a minute, but then zeros the rest of the sk- the stat line. Oh yeah, it's the Trillionaires Club. Yeah, it's <laughs> me, baby. Um. Uh. Well, you know how's it how's it going? You you hanging in there? You you doing well? You doing good? You doing good? I'm doing good. It's um. I don't know. It's weird to be back. I'm. Trying to trying to just keep my head above water. Just trying to make great television for America. Andrew. Yeah. I'd like to change the subject real quick. Oh, okay. I have some news. Oh my god. Play the set play the music. Play the music. This this doesn't this sound doesn't like sound this like doesn't sound like the news music. But go go ahead. Frankly, I don't appreciate that it's the hat dance. Yeah. <laughs> go right ahead. Whatever. Um I got a letter from the IRS. Oh, no. Horrifying, right? Yeah. Imagine the 45 seconds from me picking that up in the mailbox to opening it. Yeah. Just your face melts. You want to know what it said? You're doing you're doing a bang. Keep it up. Keep being you. <laughs> yeah. Keep being you, man. It was a picture of Biden giving me a double gun. It's it's Biden like, and it said right. ask cash or grass. No I'll one rides it. for free. I'll take it. <laughs> you and me, Joe. What did it say? I owe the government. No, oh, no. Two cents. Oh. From two years ago. Yeah. One year, two years ago, I owed the government one cent. Pay up, you fucking deadbeat. No. I, one year ago, I owed the government one cent. Fees accrued. Yeah. To the to, to where it doubled to two cents now. Oh, no. But I didn't know about it. Uh-huh. So part of me is like, what if I owed them $1,000 and they didn't send me this notice until now? And they were like, by the way, there's fees. So now you owe us $2,000. $2,000? Anyways. Then it said at the bottom of it, you know, because this is a low amount, we're waiving it. 
<laughs> Gee, thanks. But don't do it again. We want to let. You, isn't that what it's saying? <laughs> isn't that what's implied here? It's like, hey, uh, guess what, shitbag. You know what? I knew. I'd send the check. That's what I kind of want to do. Just, here you go. Here's your two cents. Here you go, you fucking monsters. Um, but yeah, it was it was horrifying. And also, I don't know if there's a deal between public agencies and the. Postal service? service? No, no. They had to pay for that man. They had to have spent more than two cents to print this out. Absolutely. Send it to me mm-hmm. and then say, you're on fucking notice. You're, <laughs> you're on real fucking thin ice. I, imagine, I got two cents for you. Yeah. Don't fucking do it again. Yeah, I imagine opening my door and the IRS being there and then me saying, I knew this day was coming. <laughs> I knew that two cents that I owed you, Le- motherfucker. Reaching to the shotgun behind Don't do the door. It. <laughs> Keep your hands where I can see them. Slam the door. And like, jump Shoot back. me. Yeah. Yeah. And he's blown away. Just blown away. rogue, rogue IRS agents yeah. just light you up. <laughs> it's that scene from The Godfather where you're just James Conn all over the place. Yeah. It was ridiculous. That's you paid so that I could get that letter. You realize? Yeah, that's saying, that's me. Where's my fucking two? Cents Give me my fucking bag. money, you asshole. Um, that's a real bummer, man. It was horrifying. I mean, I, it's best case scenario, I guess. They're like, you owe us two cents. It's a lot better than you owe us a thousand dollars, which I would be like, I don't know. How come you didn't pay right in the first place, huh? How come I got to be fixing your fucking mistakes? Give, uh, honest, give, me, give me my money. <laughs> honestly, two years ago, I was using somebody else. I was using a tax preparer. So the it's her. She owes you the money. No, no. I, I didn't. Fuck you. She, she fucked you. you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, take it up with her. I also don't know how you calculate that. How, you, how do you come up with, I, I don't know. It was very confusing and disconcerting to me that they were like, we're watching. How did you owe money? At that time, I wasn't, now that I'm thinking about it more and more. At that time, I wasn't a 1099 anywhere. Yeah. So people were taking money out of my paycheck. Yeah. Paycheck. Mm-hmm. So one of the 18 shows that I worked on two years ago. Didn't take enough out. Didn't take enough out. And it comes down on me, I guess. Right? I guess. That always blows me away when um, people who get 1040s are like, yeah, I owe like $700. And you're like, how? how? I don't get it. I mean, they might be. Either they're under base, base, underreporting. They're just like, yeah, I put a four in I there put, yeah. when I fill out my forms. And I was like, oh, God. Why? I put a zero. I like get getting a, big a bonus. surprise at the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> I want all my money. Yeah, I, I don't know. I was talking with someone the other day about that, where they were like, "Yeah, I, I don't know. I owe like six hundred bucks," and I'm like, "Yeah, you don't you don't make much more than I do." And I yeah. I don't know. Are you putting, are you doubling the amount of people in your household? I'm a church, so. <laughs> oh, uh, most of my household is. I have I have like an ant farm. Mm-hmm. I, so I report those all, are all those. Dependents. Those are all dependents on me. Well, Mark, you know who's dependent on us. The listener. That's true. And they're excited for another episode of Best of the Best. Your only internet debate podcast. You and I are going to be arguing a topic 
a best of three mm-hmm. to decide who knows more, who's the best of the best today. Yeah. And the thing that we're arguing, Mark, our topic today is I'm loving it, which I assume means we're talking about feelings and love and I assumed I don't know much about. I so. assumed it was um, reading about the fact that this generation is going to live a shorter period of time than the previous generation for the first time. Hell yeah. I'm, like, I'm, I'm loving, loving that. Let those millennials die. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they deserve to die. I hope Can- they burn in hell. Candles. <laughs> candle, candle burns twice as bright, twice as fast. That's true. Um, Mark, there's plenty of prizes at stake today on Best of the Best. Talking about I'm loving it. First and foremost, you and I are competing in this Best of 500 series mm-hmm. for a $25 gift card to Wendy's. That's correct. Which they're not necessarily loving it at Wendy's, but I'm loving it because I'm shaving very, very expensive years off my life. Because, mm-hmm. Mark, I ain't got no fucking money. That's the thing. People are like, oh, you'll take, you're taking years off your own life, Mark, with all this stress. And I'm like, I don't want to be 88. That's when it gets expensive just to be alive. Yeah. I'm just getting to 45 is my goal. Oh, gosh. Yeah. When I hit 32. I'm just. I'm dead. Yeah. It's going to be so It's going to be like a sweet. soapbox derby race. You just yeah. lean back and just. <laughs> right into a grave. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, it's going to be... Oh, man, I'm excited. But at the same time, Mark, there's a secondary prize for the winner of this episode. Best of the best. Do you know what that prize is? I do. What is it? Andrew. I hope it's a tombstone. The winner... I can really use one. The winner of this episode Mm -hmm. will receive Mm. the right to pick (gasps) one former cast member from SNL Mm. to be your pallbearer. Wow. Wow. Anyone non-current. Joe Piscopo. Piscopo? going to be at my fucking funeral. Wig. Ooh. Um, Gilbert Godfrey. Charles got Rocket. Got my eye on Godfrey right there. I don't know if Charles Rocket's going to be available. Probably not. I believe he's been dead for a number of years. Garrett Morris. Garrett Morris would be good. Yeah. I'd I, want him in the middle. I'd want him to... Can he There's give a eulogy as right well, there. or he's only the pallbearer? Only, only the pallbearer. Pall All right. Oh man, I didn't think about it. Sherry O'Terry. Yeah. Just just to really throw people a curveball. Did Andrew know Sherry O'Terry? Rachel Branch? What is she doing here? Is what is going on here? Like a family friend? I don't know. Hey, oh, she's, she's a pallbearer? He didn't even ask his brother to be a pallbearer. I will say there is one caveat, and I'm sorry. Uh, the Robert Downey Jr. year. Mm. No! Oh, can't get Downey. God damn it. Can't get Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall can't get um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. God damn. Well, then what's the fucking point, Mark? If I can't have a former Seinfeld also, cast member in my, my fucking the funeral, and I don't know what what's the point of living. Also, because Daryl Hammond is now an announcer. He's off the table he's again. He's also off He's the not table. a cast member now. He's Well, the thing is, you could get... Most of the band. Oh, G. Smith. Yeah, you get G. Smith. Oh, man. Maybe Paul Schaefer. Too many options, right? There's a lot of Too options Too many here. options. God. All right. Well, I'll have to think about it. How about, like, featured players? Can I get, like, Martin Short? Yeah, you get a featured player. All right. Well. Noel Wells. I'll have to think about it. Um, Who I was pulling for. I'm going to get uh, 
Victoria Jackson. And then have her give some weird right wing speech. Yeah. On my grave. <laughs> she, she knows Weird Al, right? Yeah. Maybe he'll show up. I bet he'll show up. John Lovitz. Ooh. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Jay Moore. Tracy Morgan. Yeah, I want that real shitty mid '90s cast. I want like Sarah Silverman or before they like, started bringing on. Um... Right. It was like right before Will Ferrell. But right after, like, Sandler and Sandler and, and Farley left. Farley left, yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Real like, mediocrity. When Keckner was on? Yes, exactly. Yeah, good years. Oh, man, that's there's a lot of... Uh, I want uh, Bruce McCullough. But that's what's at stake, Mark. Anyways. We have to start with our customer... former cast member. We have to, to start with our customary coin flip. Today, Mark, we are dealing with a 2015 Denver quarter... Uh, celebrating something called the homestead here in the great state of Nebraska. Not quite sure whose homestead. Just this homestead. The. The homestead. Yeah. It's the cradle civilization, Nebraska. Maybe it's like, um, I don't know, for all we know, maybe it's like, a, you know, when you go on like those hiking trails and there's drop places where like there's food and water for anybody who wants it. Maybe there's just a house that any American has the rights to. Just go and live in. There's a cistern on here. Yeah, if you need to. And a house and some wheat. And it just says homestead at the top. Call it in the air, Mark. Heads. Leave it like you found it. Heads it is. All right. Mark, we're talking about I'm Loving It, which I assume means we're talking about the great franchise of McDonald's. Oh. Not McDougal's. No. No. McDonald's. McDonald's. Mark, I'm going to tell you right now, I got confused. Oh, you did? You sent me this. He said, I'm loving it. Yeah. And I thought you meant like you're loving this email you were writing. And I was really excited. And I was like, I, th- I, thought, good I thought you were in the zone. Yeah. He was like, I'm going to tell you right now, Andrew, I'm loving it. Like I am, I am here and I was really excited, real positive energy. So I've mainly got a lot of just affirmations that right. I've just written here. That Sorry to disappoint. The longest... Even the longest journey begins with a single step. It's true. Does that help? Does that help? The longest journey begins with a single step. Does that help what? It's a positive affirmation. Does it help you? No, because you could say that about anything. You could say that about a death march. Hmm. I guess that's true. Let me try another one. A good person hears. A great person listens. No, because anything hears, a dog hears, there's evidence that plants hear. Yeah. Well, then, well, what am I going to say that a, 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 a good dog listens, good dog hears, a great person listens. Does that make you feel better? Make them both about a dog. A good dog hears, a great dog listens. That's good. Okay. That, all right. Well, as long as one of them makes you feel better. Mark, <laughs> here's one for you. Oh, okay. I'm outdoorsy. I get drunk on patios. I'm outdoorsy. I get drunk on patios. I thought we were just saying things that people oh. write and then put on their Facebook walls. Oh. All right. How about this one? Welcome to my ool. You'll notice there's no P in it. 
that make you feel better it's pretty good okay <laughs> one of these days i'm gonna get organized poe buddies nerfect this too shall pass and it's in a bathroom our first category here mark best of the best we are talking about the best McDonald's spokesperson. You won the flip, so you could decide whether to kick or receive. Andrew, I'm ready to go. He's ready to go. He's going to receive everybody. And Andrew, the very best McDonald's sports person or spokesperson is his airness, Michael Jordan. Number 23. The second best 23 in all of sports. Who's the best 23? Don Manningly. That's fair. Stupid. I'll give you that. Um, has his number been retired? I don't think he's retired from the Yankees. He's not 23 on the Dodgers either. Oh. He's number eight on the Dodgers. Uh, but Jordan. you say Michael Jordan. He was a McDonald's spokesperson pretty much at the during that period in the early to mid-90s where Jordan was basically our president. Basically. Like he could tell Congress what to do. He was... The captain of one of the best dynasties in all of basketball. He was the captain of the fucking gold medal winning dream team in oh, yeah. 92. Killer dream team. Just like a monstrous dream team. I I kind of want to watch a Netflix documentary because I'm sure it exists about that dream team. That's got to be fascinating. That they just showed up. They hated... I think they hated They hated Isaiah. most of each other. Well, they didn't like each other, and then they like definitely didn't like, like I think it was Isaiah Thomas. From they, the Pistons, yeah, because the, the, he was known to be... He's just a dickhead. Also, like, an aggressive, mean player. And so there were, like, players, I think it was, like, Jordan and I think Bird were, like, holding out that they said if Isaiah Thomas was on the <laughs> team, they wouldn't be. So he was not. But, like, you look at you look at the lineup, and it's a weird lineup, too, because it's, like, all of your favorites and then, like, Detlef Shrimp yeah. is in there somehow just, like, just having a good time. in there. Uh, he, yeah, Space Jam. They would have, well, the, one last thing about Those the Dream. Nike commercials. The Dream Team would kill just fucking everybody destroy else. everybody. There were, I, I forget what it was. I think the whole time they used one timeout. Because they were just rolling over everybody. They were like, we don't even need to do strategy. We're yeah. just... Uh, oppo- opposing teams would get photos with yeah. the Dream Team before games. Yeah. they were like, this is incredible. Just I getting can't believe clobbered it. by these yeah, superstars. By their heroes. The only worthwhile... The only other story coming out of like that 92 year was... I think it was 92. It might have been 96 that like the Grateful Dead sponsored the one of the other teams yes the and, like lithuanian yeah, team so and they, they had, had tie-dye, tie-dye jerseys, jerseys. Yeah. yeah that's the only other story i can remember i remember having a book of uh you know it's like because it's just like the the fucking promotional machine around the dream team was huge in 92 and then yeah. even it was just 92 was, and 96, 96 were, was another one like because that's where shack was involved years. and yeah um but michael jordan in regards to mcdonald's however right Go ahead. He, of course, was in the very famous um, "Call Your Shot." Call your shot, or uh, nothing but net. Yeah, ad with a bird, bird, the Birdman. Yeah, um, on the backboard, off the scoreboard. Yeah. Nothing but nothing net. net. Apparently, they're like pool players in their free time. Like they also just know angles perfectly. 
Well, Jordan is a compulsive gambler, so... This is what makes him the best. <laughs> this is what makes him the best spokesperson. The ad wizards who came up with this campaign... <laughs> who, who are these people? Yeah. The ad wizards that came up with this campaign argued for days about how this was going to work with Gordon, with uh, Jordan's known gambling issues at the time. Hmm. So they realized, okay... Bird has to challenge Jordan because it'll be weird if Jordan is on the court. Jordan just has a big wad of hundreds. Yeah, and it's like, all right, here's the deal. Here's the deal. If I can beat you in horse, 50 grand (laughs) and your wife. Well, that sounds fair. I guess, sure. Sure. Um, but no, that was that was somehow it's okay if somebody else challenges you to gamble if you're an obsessive well, gambler. It puts you on the spot, okay? Yeah. But if you're going out just actively making bets that's about a, food products, yeah, now you're having an issue. That's when you know you got. And all they're problem. gambling for is the last French fry, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, it's fine. So that by the time they're done, it's cold and gross and gross and, and meaningless. It. Yeah, you got to throw it away, but. French fry is short for 10 large in Jordan's world. That's like, true. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> he's always on the golf course going like, all right, if I can get, um, if I can get in on par, last French fry. Crinkle cut? Uh, yeah, I got to stop by the ATM. Yeah. What's the matter? Don't have enough? Don't have it on you? Uh, yeah. All right. Fine. Crinkle cut. should be cut. worried about getting picked up for vagrancy if you don't have a crinkle cut fry <laughs> on you. <laughs> But you say Jordan. Jordan. Mainly because they had to write around the fact that he has a gambling problem. Yes. But also, I love that there was a period in American history that I was alive for where a basketball player was our national hero. Yeah. If you ran a cartoon of Michael Jordan punching Uncle Sam, there would be no no issue. (laughs) Why would Jordan be punching Uncle Sam? Just because. Yeah. I'm in charge. Yeah. Is, that's the word balloon. It's my world now. Yeah. People would be like, that That New York Post is just getting better and better every year. <laughs> Mark, my pick for best McDonald's spokesperson is one of the heavy hitters okay. in baseball. Two, actually, heavy hitters in baseball. Pun intended. Mark, my pick for best celebrity spokesperson of McDonald's, Cecil and Prince Fielder. Okay. In the early 90s, Cecil Fielder was in a series of ads with his son, Prince Fielder, Mm -hmm. advertising the single, double, and triple cheeseburgers that were being offered at McDonald's. Okay. Now, I don't know if you know much about Cecil Fielder. I I know that he was a baseball player. Journeyman baseball player, first played first base, uh, mainly known for playing for the Tigers, but he played for a bunch of other uh, people. Yeah. And he played in Japan as well. Cecil is a big man. He is a big man okay. with a big thirst. Yeah, and a Big sure. hunger. Big man. Big Cess. Yeah. And uh, do you have he, his stats? He do you has, know what he weighs? I don't. I don't have his weight in front of me, but he has. He has a career lifetime. Average, has a career lifetime total of stolen bases, two. Okay. The first one he got was against the Twins mm-hmm. at the tw- at the 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 at the stadium. Uh, what's the dome? What the fuck's it called? Uh, I can't remember it. I know what it is though. It'll come to me. 
at the Twins Dome mm-hmm. and uh, got a standing ovation from <laughs> the away crowd uh, because he is a truck. He's a <laughs> fucking truck. Okay. It's one of those things where Cecil Fielder is, uh, he, he was like a Babe Ruth mentality where either I'm going to hit a home run or I'm going to get out. Sure. <laughs> And either one is fine. It's it's great because it, he's notoriously slow because he's a big he's a big fat guy. He's yeah. a big guy. Uh, and then to top it off, in the, not only in this ad is Cecil in it, but in the ad he's getting pitched by his his young son at the time, Prince Fielder. Prince strikes out his dad, and then they go eat cheeseburgers. Now Prince used to play for the Brewers, and then he played for the Tigers for a couple years. He stank for the Tigers. And then he got traded to the Rangers. He's on the Rangers now. Prince is a big man. Yeah. Prince is another one of these guys. It's just like he is. You see him. You thought like Manny Ramirez was like. I do think Manny Ramirez is a disgrace to the well, game. The, the, Prince is not a necessarily disgrace. Like Prince has won several. I'm saying based on body type alone. <laughs> Prince has won several home run derbies. But again, he's just like his father where he's just a big fucking, <laughs> big fucking man. Yeah, power player. But this is what I love is back in the early 90s, like they knew this going in mm-hmm. that like here's <laughs> Cecil Fielder, this big fucking fat guy. Can uh, we get uh, two fat fatties? Let's get, to be let's in get our two fat fatties. Yeah, so they can eat triple fucking cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah, sure. Bring I in guess. Big Cess and his son. And it's like great, great baseball players. Cecil Fielder, I do not believe, is in the Hall of Fame. He should be, though. He was a great first baseman. Yeah. I remember. We talk, got talked about all the time because I used to I grew up in Toledo. Well, you could just lay down on the. Is that a rule, right? What you can just lay down on the base, <laughs> and if they can't touch the base, then they're officially out, right? I don't believe that's true. I don't think you can do that. <laughs> there's you, you believe there's there's no law saying dogs can't that's, play baseball. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Um, but it, it's here. It is these two big fat fatties in this burger ad who who strike out, correct? And we're supposed to be happy. Cecil, that he, Cecil, he Prince, can't connect. Prince strikes out his dad, yeah. And then they're like, "Great job, son!" And then they walk off, and they're you're assuming they're gonna go eat some burgers afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, oh, oh, girl. Prince at one point, uh, like I think he when he was playing for the Brewers, he. Went and got a um, a foul ball and then took some nachos out of somebody's <laughs> plate in the crowd. Like, so it's that's just, what I love about baseball. You can just do that. In I was those sports you can't be eating nachos while actively participating. Well, well, my favorite thing about baseball is like that. Like, basically, it's this game that takes for fucking ever, mm-hmm. and so it's actively it's it's not it's like actively encouraged because like because it's just like dudes sitting around in a park for four hours yeah and so like some of the best stuff that you watch in like televised baseball is like when you just see people fucking around <laughs> like there's never a time when you cut to the sideline of like the nfl like, yeah. like a, a football game and it's like uh-oh look at this tom brady screwing around <laughs> on the sidelines no instead it's like you know, it's all it's it's all about the passion in the game, or the same thing in like a basketball game. You're not going to see people fucking around there. Yeah, they're doing wind sprints up and down the court the entire time. Instead, you though, can't, you can't stop and have LeBron like reach over and grab a beer from 
a person in the yeah, stands. Yeah, and that's that's in play. That happens. Like, I'm yeah. not even talking like like I was watching clips and like the MLB, like the the official MLB channel will like put up YouTube clips of like, uh, you know, there's like announcers are you're following the story you're following during the game is the fact that they've somehow they've put uh, gum in a cup on somebody's hat yeah and so they're sitting there oblivious with this cup <laughs> sitting on their hat and and like other players are like trying to throw peanuts into this cup without getting this guy's attention and this was over the course of like five innings <laughs> or or the idea of a hot foot like I was yeah. watching a Dodger clip set where a guy's feet on fire. Vince Scully is talking about, uh oh, <laughs> someone's trying to get uh, the old classic hot foot. He's like, here you are trying to torch a man, <laughs> and we're all having a good belly of a game. And you know, it's Dodgers like, still down two to two nothing. Like if I tried this at work, they're like, don't you have other things to do? No. <laughs> I know. I'm doing them. I'm doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How about that, Skip? final arguments andrew yeah um the here's the thing about yours that i love i like that now mcdonald's is all about like health food items you know changing their image people being happy families like trying to make the right decision for your kids eating healthy we have apples now yeah milk milk it's all mostly sugar but it's apples it's not about the toy yeah it's about the food it's good food connection you know you're doing the right thing yeah but so to imagine an ad agency saying let's get fat guys we're gonna get two fat guys we're gonna get a fat fat kid we're gonna get a fat kid because prince fielder is was like a chubby kid yeah but he would like show up to like rock and jock baseball games with his dad and sure. like be put in the lineup. Yeah. I was reading his Wikipedia. Apparently, he would go to batting practice at Tiger Stadium with his father and he hit a home run into the upper deck at the age of like 12. Wow. So the guy, the kid's got power. Like he's good. Yes. But at the same time, the image itself is like a fat dad and his and fat, fat son. son. Like huffing, Play, playing a little bit of playing like they, one pitch of baseball. They do one pitch, and the son is the dad is too fat to hit the ball, <laughs> so he fails. So he strikes out. So he strikes out, and then he and his son are like, "Well, let's go eat some burgers. Let's eat as many fucking triple cheeseburgers for a buck twenty nine. That's how old this was. And that's the whole ad. That's they're the like, ad. It's, it, it, looks, it looks like a Hallmark commercial, it's except you, they're going go, to go eat fucking cheeseburgers. Yeah. How, I think it would be better. Like, you say it's, he fails, but at the same time, like, I, it would be hysterical if Cecil went yard on his son. <laughs> <laughs> you can't bring that nonsense here. You can throw inside on me. I'll go no. yard every fucking time. Yeah, well, Let's eat some fucking cheeseburgers. No. Oh. I like the visual of a dad failing in front of his son, <laughs> and then dr- they both drown. The dad drowns his shame, and the son drowns the knowledge that his his dad's a his complete dad's failure. A failure with cheeseburgers. Yeah. So, got to give it up. Yes. Yes. We move on, Mark. Yes. Second category here on Best of the Best. We are talking about. I'm loving it. Our second topic is best defunct mcdonald's menu item yes so menu item that is not offered anymore no longer offered mcdonald's across the country mark you went first in that first round which means i go first in the second round mark the best defunct item no longer offered on mcdonald's menus 
is the 1962 Hula Burger. The Hula Burger. The Hula Burger. This is well known. Well known. Roy Kroc. Ray Kroc. Ray Kroc. Um, founder of McDonald's. Mm-hmm. At a certain point in the 60s, realized that there was a huge, huge section of the country and of the consumer in the American country of the United States of America, mm-hmm. this country, yes. USA, our country, a okay, okay, that was not being catered uh, to, not being catered to. Roman Catholics, yeah. Lent is forty days long in the early part of the year, from February to about April, and uh, you can't eat meat on Fridays. Pope says so. Yes. So what to do? What to do? Ray, uh, Ray Kroc decided to invent. And offer a burger nationwide that was mm-hmm. called the Hula Burger. Now, instead of a hamburger with beef, red meat, instead it was a slice of pineapple yes. in between two buns, grilled up, put a little bit of sauce on there. There's your fucking burger. Mm-hmm. Here it is. This burger that sounds like a pretty good idea. Like pineapple burgers are pretty, pretty, pretty good. Yes, but not when you leave out the burger part. You know. But you're getting fruit in there. Yeah. Fruit's good. So uh, Ray offered this uh, hula burger across the country, but they were test marketing it against the fish fillet, right. which was created out of one of their franchises in Ohio. The fish fillet, I guess, tested better. So that's why that made it. On, it's, still still on, it's still on the menu, and it's still a big deal uh, during Lent. Usually when you see start, you start seeing like, Driving by McDonald's, you're seeing posters on their windows that say like two for a buck twenty nine or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, the Easter's right around the corner because Lent's Lent's here. Even though most dioceses have kind of backed off the idea of having to skip meat. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? No. Okay. That's always been a staple, is no meat on Fridays during Lent. That's why like fish fries are huge and Pancake think, dinners. No, I think it's because I'm I'm thinking before Vatican II. Before Vatican II, it was you couldn't no eat meat, meat at on all. Fridays the entire year. Right. Then it was Vatican II, and then it okay. just became during Lent. All right. Yes. But Vatican II happened in the 50s, I want to say. Um, late 50s. I Because my grandparents owned a fish market, mm. and they were doing gangbusters, and then Vatican II happened. And suddenly people were like, oh, we can eat meat whenever on we want. Fridays, yeah. Yeah. But just during Lent is you're not allowed to eat, you're not allowed to eat meat on Fridays. Um, but the hula burger is interesting because it's a novel idea. It's, it's, it's a, and it, it, it didn't do poorly. It's not like this thing failed. It just didn't do as well as the fish fillet. Right. And uh, it, it, it's interesting that like, I think there would be a market for it now, to be quite honest, if they tried to do like fresh pineapple we could probably try it out we could grill one up see what it tastes like i know what a pineapple tastes like put it between two pieces of bread it's like a you know like a but it's not cold pineapple yeah no you grill it you're grilling it yeah but it's like um do you know what the accoutrement are i believe barbecue sauce that's not bad yeah yeah so it's a sweet burger is Mm -hmm. what it is uh but it's interesting and i think it's the best because McDonald's, it, you know, it's, it's for as many permutations as there's been, you know, it's like advertising wise, and I'm loving it, and I'm, we're the friend, we're a friend to you. Like, they were a fucking business. And yeah. so here they are going bold faced and saying, like, 
How can we get more people to eat our fucking things? Yeah. Oh, Always. I know. We can religion. We can cater to the religious aspect. Right. And they're not like outright saying it, but like, was it, there? Yeah, there should have been an ad with the Pope blessing <laughs> a um, a big pineapple a burger. Yeah. 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 That would been pretty good. It's not bad. Get the Pope in there. Yeah. Run that after um, laughing. Yeah. Or like Star Trek, probably. Yeah. But I but the the hula burger is hula my burger. is my pick, um, and, and mainly because like it didn't fail. I think it could still do work. I think it's I think it could still be on a menu somewhere. Mm-hmm. The only reason it failed, the only reason it's not offered anymore, is because well, fish fillet was better. The fish fillet just happened to work out better. People were like, I'd rather eat fish than a pineapple. But as you were talking before with apple slices and all that sort of shit. Well, I have to wonder. I feel like you could you can make a big fucking push with it now, considering that they're trying it with like salads. Yeah, I have to wonder how much supply came into it, because like you can get you can you can pull white yeah. fish out of the ocean pretty easily. Freeze dry those fucking things, but yeah, it'd be tough with pineapples. Pineapple doesn't come from the wonderful bounty that is the sea. Andrew, mm-hmm. good pick. My pick, the McDLT. <laughs> The McDLT. I know it. You know it. Don't let that let us get all warm and gross. Basically, the idea was you. It was served in a weird container. Yes. It was a berg. It was a big fat berg. It was a quarter pounder. Mm-hmm. And there were two compartments that you would be served with. And on the left, you would get bun, meat, and another bun, I guess. Yeah. And on the right, you would have lettuce, tomato, whatever your sauce was. Yeah. And you were supposed to open up your burg, open up your, your, you know, whatever this thing was, this styrofoam, (laughs) yes, the 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 Hellraiser puzzle puzzle box. box. You're supposed to open it up, assemble your own sandwich like it was a bomb. You're like, you can't can't mix these two parts for too long. And we're clear. And we're clear. Clear. Okay. Clear. (laughs) And then you eat it. Yeah. Like the monster you are. Like the monster you, you are. You eat the styrofoam, too. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Nobody cares. Man. It'll pass right through you. Fuck it's it. Fine. Who cares? So you say the McDLT. The McDLT. I like the idea of McDonald's saying, guys, we can't, we've been, we've been eating burgers wrong. You can't, you can't just mix the lettuce and the burg. It's, lettuce should be cold. Burg should be hot. You end up with a, a lukewarm mess. Mm-hmm. Let's change the game. Mm-hmm. Game changer time. Game changer. With this styrofoam compartment. This goofy box. Yeah. Um, I think it's the best because it shows that McDonald's is all about innovation. <laughs> Changing. It's a very postmodern. Changing the game. It's a, it's a deconstructed burger mm-hmm. before the deconstructed stuff was popular in like avant-garde restaurants. Sure. It was ahead of the time. Yeah. It was. Just, you know. It was. It was. It was a burger for a postmodernist world. It was challenging your expectations yeah. of what a burger could we, be. We became too cynical for the burger yeah. before the burger became too cynical for us. That's true. Final arguments, Mark. I don't want to have to do work when I'm stuffing my fucking fat face. Yeah. Also, it's just, it's <laughs> the hula burger at least is like a new thing. It's a new taste. It's like uh, they offered hot dogs at one point. I yeah. guess Ray Kroc was really against hot dogs because he thought they were unsanitary. 
But then he died, and they were like, "Well, fuck it." Of so, hot dog poisoning. Same thing with like, like, like I, I remember. I remember ordering. Um, they at one point they were offering like Johnsonville brats. Yeah, and like they were just there's a bunch of been a goofy a bunch of goofy stuff on on McDonald's menus. And it, but at least it's different. They this, sold pizzas for a while. They tried that in the Northeast. They sold like Italian food, which they had spaghetti. Italian yeah. at a fast food restaurant does not work. No, it doesn't. Fazoli's proves that it's point. Disgusting. Gross. It's awful. It's just ugh. I was on a production and we were like, we're doing Fazoli, everybody. And you're just and like, like, well, I am this? doing sitting in my car and eating this pack of animal crackers. <laughs> and I'll be happier than you people. But at the same time, the Hula Burger, it's a new taste. And if you like it, you know, whatever. This, however, is like, it, it, we, we got a new box, everybody. We got, yeah. a, we got a new box. And then you're just like, oh, great. Thanks for letting me do the work. You know? Why can't, why does the lettuce have to be, why does the lettuce, why can't the lettuce be cold? Where you put the, put the fucking burger together, you put the lettuce on the burger, and now it's cold then, right? Yeah. And then you just give it, because I'm, I'm just driving home. I'm yeah, they, just, they, I'm like, don't even wrap it, just give me the burger. They, and it, it's just, give me a bag, give me a Ziploc baggie and just put everything in there. And Boom, I'll just, just put it pour on my, it on my face <laughs> and eat it. it. Put it on my head and like suffoc- suffocate on fucking burger and die the way I lived. But instead, they just like, here you go, you fucking monster. Put it together yourself yeah. and make more mess. Just make more mess. More more trash for the trash god. Well, when they pulled the, the McDLT, they did pu- they did go the uh, the luck route. Where they said, you know, we're doing this, we're doing this for the kids. Yeah. They yeah. claimed that it was because the styrofoam packaging was bad for the planet. Sure. So they were like, we're making the right decision here. Yeah. Not, why the fuck are we selling a deconstructed cheeseburger <laughs> at a fast food restaurant? Who the fuck is going to be, because like the, the point is fast and easy. Yeah. Instead, I got to pop open this box and be like, all right, lettuce goes here. I'm not going to eat the fucking it, tomato. Jar, do we get instructions with this? Does How it to go here? Your Does burger? it go here? It doesn't say. The Ikea of burgers. And Yeah. Instead, the Hula Burger, wrap that shit open, eat myself a big fucking pineapple. Open mouth. Delicious. Insert burger. That's all you need. That's the only two instructions I need. No, don't, the, I don't even take the wrapper Look at sometimes. the Pope smile at you. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing well you're doing by great. Jesus. Andrew, I got to give it up. Yes. Yes. Two for me, nothing for you. It's true. That means I win, Mark. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get that fucking... Start thinking about who you want to be hmm. center man on your your Paul. I'm going to go with... I'm going to go Dana Carvey. Too big. Too big? Too big. Big no, mistake. I feel like he's fallen off in past years. Where's he been? What's the last movie Dana Carvey's been in? Master of Disguise? I guess. That was yeah. 15 years ago. <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Best of the Best, Mark. If you'd like to contact us, you can always do that by emailing us at botbpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash botbpodcast. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, leave a review there, or you can listen to us on Stitcher. 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 Which allows you to stream podcast directly to your smartphone all that information and more at the flickeringbox.wordpress.com anything else mark that's it i'm gonna love it i'm gonna love i love loving it loving it loving it all you need is love 
that one's no he can't he can't afford to i'm just i'm just saying that as an affirmation i'm not quoting anything yeah. here mark and i was just farting <laughs>